Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where in the tradition of the Olympiad, we're getting faster, higher, and definitely stronger smelling. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with guest producer, Bronco, Jeff. Avalanche insider and fantasy hockey also man, Brian Bowling. Hey. And your Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's great to be back. Uh, South Stands live. Officially, South stands live. It's live, baby. Cheers. I, 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 it really is. It really is awkward and uncomfortable for me. I'm not used to being seen. I have a vo- I have a face for radio. It's as they say. Trust me. I think I think we all do. I think we're all used to that. So it's it's no big deal. Just just get into it. People are tuning in all over the world. They're watching us uh, sit here in this orange room and uh, do our thing. So it's great to be it's great to be back, and um, it's great to have our good friend Ryan Bolding back with us. Ryan, it's been so long, and we're going to get into why it's been so long um, that you that since you've been back. But uh, it's a pleasure to have you back in the studio, and uh, it's um it's it's good to see your face. I'm so happy to be back. I brought you Valentine's goodies. It's awesome. You can probably see them right here. There's some Valentine's bag right there. We're going to get into that I think a little that's bit later. The, I think that is the first Valentine's gift we've got. I, I think it is, too. Yeah. Nobody yeah. loves you more than me. It's that's proof. right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. But, um, yeah, it's great to have you back. And um, and as you could tell, we've got we've got a guest producer tonight. It's Bronco Jeff. He's filling in for, for Scott. And uh, Scott, Scott uh, highly recommended uh, to Bronco Jeff to come in and spin some tunes. And, and push the buttons and uh, are we are we good over there he didn't mute us or anything it's okay no so far so okay. good and uh, man jeff this jeff he just he knows that board like the back of his hand so i think he's gonna do just fine it's really it's really good. good it's good to have you here jeff appreciate, appreciate it the vote of confidence thanks for the recommendation scott it's big shoes to fill, but I'm looking forward to giving it a roll. You're going to have to get up on that mic next time because oh, no, yeah. no one can hear you. Yeah. Get up on it. Get up on that mic. There, there you go. go. That's Thank a little you, bit. Thank you, Scott, for the shout-out, the recommendation. It's a big shoe to fill, but I'll go for it. I, I've seen his shoes. It's not, for, <laughs> They're not, that not big, very so. big. No. Um, so, so yeah, we're back. We're we're um, we're we're piecing this together. It's 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 good stuff. I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be good, and everyone can watch it live. You can see Colin's profile live. It's gonna be awesome. So, um, but yeah. So Ryan, you're back with us. We're, we're we're glad to see you here. It's been a while because you, for many years, you were one of the one of the one of the first guests, original guests over in the old studio. Oh yeah, it's back. I mean, back in the very early days of the, of the fan cast, and uh, at a time when we were glad if anybody would do the show. And frankly, I, that's right. Yeah, it's true. And I, I think I, I think I, I came in contact with Ryan via Twitter. Um, he was he was writing about hockey, and I said, "Hey, why don't you come on and uh, you know we can talk some hockey and anything else?" And that's how we that's how we first met. Were you? You were with Burgundy Brigade, Brigade, am I correct? Not then. I Not think it then. was my Burgundy blog back then. I was horrified to come in and do that. You guys were like the big podcast stars, and I was a little, little <laughs> blogger guy. No, there was a time, John. Oh, there, there was a time. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. We were like there was that, a time. You know, yeah. um, well, you did find... Like Captain and Tennille. And there we, was a time... <laughs> 
We 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 missed having you, and uh, and you you informed us that you actually were a guest in the makeshift studio in Colin's house, which I had totally forgotten about, and Colin forgot about too. Um, I just remember cats. There was a lot. Yeah, that's it. Cats. That yeah. was my house. Yeah, that, that was right before the foreclosure. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, but so so you are, and and as you pointed out, a lot of people have been here many times, but you've been to all three studios, which we didn't know existed until just now. Um, but yes, you're you're back now, and the reason why you had a hiatus is because you went to work for a professional sports team, and you couldn't sully your good name by coming onto this podcast and have Colin say something horrible about somebody who you worked for. You know, I think uh, part of it was, given my access to the team, they didn't want me in a situation where I could say something I shouldn't be saying. And that aside, even if I thought about coming in and, and being in and not talking hockey, I was like, eh, we toe the line sometimes, maybe. Well, let's maybe say, yeah, because I think you mentioned that. You said, oh, maybe I can come in and just and just hang out. And then I thought, well, what if then something gets said? And then you're sitting over there really uncomfortable. We had a moment at one point, and this is, this is why I wish we had video back then, because we had a moment where, where uh, we were told not to talk about a specific thing. And then all of a sudden, Colin started talking about that specific thing. And, and there was like hand waving and like, and like kind of like, no, 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 no. And then, and then we kind of like, I kind of steered another way and then I had to edit it out. And um, so that happened. So I can understand, you know, your, uh, you know, your reluctance or your, your boss's reluctance to do it. So, but we're glad to have you. Um, I enjoy if I, if I were in the PR department for any team, the last thing I would want is any of my people oh, coming no, on this no. podcast. Oh, no. it's, it's a fucking nightmare. So yeah, and, and and it's also it's part of the point of the entire thing that you know access isn't part yeah, of our deal. Right. That's what I admire about you guys. Well, what so so let's put it that way. If you know, and 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 there's probably things you probably still probably wouldn't comment on, but. If you're working for a team and you come on to something like that, it might just be an uncomfortable thing because I'd say, hey, what about this? And you're like, well, I can't talk about that. you know. And then just it would be like a bad interview. How yeah. are you guys going to get rid of Ryan O'Reilly? You guys, PR, we PR spin it. I've been around PR enough. You just you know, say what everybody knows already. You're like, I swear, that's all I know. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably what goes on a lot over there, right? And, yeah. and not just them, any sports team. But it depends on how you want to market it. Some some teams I feel like are maybe more progressive with the way they let their their staff out or organizations. You guys get some high-profile people in here. Yeah. Media personalities. Oh, I don't, I don't think anybody at, at uh, KKFN, I don't think anybody at Altitude TV or radio would try, which would tell any of their hosts not to come on the show. Well, it's, so that's it, you know that's I think that's nice. But it's different though for a uh, for a team employee, absolutely. For a radio person or a writer, it's very different than a team employee who yeah. can't like you know say, yeah, I think this dude in this organization sucks balls. You can't say that even if you believe it, you know. But where you could get Dmac in here and you can get him rolling and talking you know shit about people. So okay, let's have you talk shit about some people. Let's go. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're not, not going mean, to have you do that. But um, but no, I am fascinated by that. And I'm going to wound I'm, open. I want to ask you some questions about it. But um, do you, do you, I mean, it seems pretty glamorous, but I'm sure it, it sucks like every other job. Do you miss it at all? Do you want to get back into that type of thing? It's funny because you hate the hours when you're going through the grind and then you get out of it and you're like, man, I really wish. I'm sure bored. I'm sure bored. I wish I, <laughs> yeah. wish I were at the arena. Off season, you're like, I can't wait to get to off season where I have time to do stuff. And like two weeks in, you're like, this sucks. I want to get back in the in the magic. Yeah, yeah. Get on the road, get some hockey playing, all that. Yeah, I, I can see how that how that would go. So, um, yeah, it's fascinating to me, and I think it's. I don't think. 
I mean, we've had ex-players, stuff like that, um, but I don't know if we've had like uh, uh, someone who worked for a team in here. So there's lots of lots of questions I want I want to get into that. So we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, but um, but so Jeff, how are you enjoying your experience? Oh, I love it. This is a dream come true. It's my first time in any podcast studio. Really? Uh, yeah, it's all new to me. But Not even someone's uh, kitchen table. Uh, no, this no, is no high life. Table. This is high <laughs> life. Right here. Yeah, this is big. This is the big time for me. Well, this isn't so a bad, this isn't a bad podcast studio. And we'll, I, now I take this opportunity to, uh, to plug Ryan's podcast, the avalanche talk. It's a mile high sports, um, product. So Colin, don't offend mile high sports. We'll save that for next oh, week. I, there's no doubt I'll offend okay. mile high sports well, at some point, well, we've, but it's all in good fun. Okay. Well, that's we, what I love about mile high sports. They get it. They understand. We've got they it. We've, we've, we've got doing. a controversy. We're going to address here very soon maybe in the second quarter with colin and some some uh this is um, so exciting yeah it's it's really exciting uh, but but you you've got a avalanche podcast and i believe and this might not bode well for you we had the last co-host of that same podcast on here uh zach fogg was on here and then he no longer worked on that anymore so i don't know if that bodes well for you're you or not you're a career killer for it, me, it might be it might that's definitely something that could be just uh ascribed to the show um but uh so tell us a little bit about your show uh avalanche based obviously something you know about how does it uh, how does your experience kind of help you with that can you when when topics get brought up do you kind of go oh listen <laughs> let me tell you i i know what i'm talking about here do you, you kind of get that do you get that vibe with your uh, with your talk i feel like i do that more on my beer league hockey team than i do on the podcast but yeah we t- we talk avalanche stuff we had jan hate on last week. i listened to it Former yeah Av, uh you know with with jj jerez it's kind of he says we're we're partners in this thing but really it's his thing and i just run with it and he does rundowns and we talk abs it's cool yeah i listened to that and it was it was good and i think I, I, I find athlete interviews to be uh, super boring unless they're ex-athletes. And then they, they actually give you a little more than they would if they're actually playing. So the, the athletes, when they're playing, seem to be a little more buttoned up and aren't going to give you too much. But uh, when they're done playing, they're kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. He, he did hold back a few things, but um, I think they're a little, they're a little looser when, they, when they're done playing. Plus, I know him fairly well, so I think he comes into it relaxed more than maybe some would. And it still took him a little time to open up, but once yeah. we got going, I thought it was pretty good. Well, you you bring up uh, bragging to your, your beer league people, but see, that's actually what I do when I'm playing fruit boot hockey. I tell people I know you, and I go, well... <laughs> I'm in a fantasy hockey league with Ryan Bolden, and uh, you know he, he works like for the Avs. Yeah. No, no, a bunch of guys know they know who you are. So I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. So I, I always bring that up and I hold that over their heads. Usually we would argue about something out on the ice, and I'd be like, "Well, I just get paid to write about hockey and watch it. What would I know? <laughs> Let's go with your plan." Yeah, what would I know exactly? So uh, no, it's good. To, it's good to drop that now and then. I can kind of impress those guys. So I tell you what, the, I, I think the Colorado Avalanche get. <laughs> with with not within the mainstream media that you know radio and you know whatnot the uh the secondary media the digital media coverage of the colorado avalanche in this town is very very good there's a lot to be had there's a lot of content there are a lot of very enthusiastic people covering the game adrian dater is back covering the game again which is awesome and uh i, I just think Right, and the Nuggets the same way. I, I just think from a from a blogger podcaster perspective, this city has a lot of really really good people covering these things like a blanket. And I'm hoping, I mean, I'm hopeful that the teams recognize that. And that's a question 
that I would pose to you because you know from the inside having worked for a major organization. I think it's interesting how the dynamic has changed from the organization standpoint where you didn't have, you know, they're traditionally old school and not allowing bloggers in the press box and that kind of thing. But it started to change. It changed with me. It really started to change with Adrian because he was working for Bleacher Report. Then he was working for BSN, but he has this legacy. He broke the story of the team moving to town. He broke the story of the last lockout ending. So you've got this guy with experience now working for an online only place. So it's, it really has changed things. What's interesting to me now is we're living through the great, you know, Denver sports uh, media rift going on with the the media battles between different organizations. It's like, can't we all just get along? No, I love it more. More of that. I love it. I love from what what we do, and I think you might have noticed really is we watch sports right through all of you. Yeah, and you're a translucent layer. In that mix, is and, that because and, they're all white? Is that what you're trying to say? Is that? I mean, I know I yeah. could use some sun, but translucent <laughs> is harsh. Very what, harsh. I'm, what I'm saying is, in watching sports, I, I like to believe I'm watching it through the media, and so to from my perspective as a fan and as a commentator, that's the chain that I'm trying to that I'm trying to talk about. And so, people that do your job influence the people whose jobs I observe you know, on a day, on a daily basis. And so the way they, they, the way they craft the way a team is talked about is fascinating to me. Well, but the, the way, so there it's, it's a, there's a, there's a couple steps. So me and you compared to, um, you know, nuggets players, there's, there's quite a, there's quite a gap because we can't, we can't do what they're doing, but with media guys, you could, you know, not saying you can do their job, but it's at least closer to that than the athlete is. So you can kind of be like, Hey, I can kind of experience this through them because I'm closer to them than, I, than, than I am a, a six, nine, um, you know, power forward. And, and to me, they're more interesting people. Absolutely. As a general rule, oh yeah. So. And that's what I come, I come back to the interviews, the athletes. I just, like people said a long time ago, Oh, why don't you get some athletes? And I'm like, I don't, I don't want any athletes in here. I think it's boring, but you get the X ones and the X athletes and they can, cough, cough, Tom Nalen. Yeah. Tom Nalen's spills his guts um but there's plenty of interesting people with that but so in the meantime i think that's why the media people are fascinating because you are just kind of as a fan you're kind of one step removed from them and it's kind of like you're you're there too so um, what what impresses me is how in touch you guys are with the local media and you have a your finger on the pulse of what's going on there and even just media who cover all the sports like there are times i watched with the avalanche each season i watch less national hockey and just focused on the avalanche where suddenly you're like i'm out of touch with the rest of the league because i'm so focused on what's going on here maybe maybe you need to watch more national hockey and you do better at fantasy hockey maybe yeah Yeah, you did today today i literally was like i need to look at whatever site you guys use because i'm struggling no site i just i just absorb the info i just i just think about hockey and it just comes to me the nhl flows through john exactly that's exactly the girl in first place she has two goalies i'm like i don't even know how you're doing it with that, but it's working. She's got a pretty good team. Anytime yeah. a girl's in first place, something's fucked up. With 
Just just wait. That girl's going to whip your ass in the playoffs. So not mine, though. Hold the trophy up, Ryan. No, no, you can tell her I said that. You got to show everyone the trophy. That's that's Lord Bolding's cup. (laughs) That is the weakest ass trophy (laughs) ever. Humble beginnings, all right? Even the Stanley Cup started as a humble beginning. We're going to add to it over the years, and it'll it'll just be a massive thing. (laughs) I got something I can add to it right now. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, let's get into know, the let's, pretty deep. let's get into it is let's get into the second quarter here pretty quick and then we can uh, so we you're can, gonna want to unmute that one and fade it yeah, in yeah, slow yeah, yeah, yeah baby he's he's, he's learning he's, he's doing us a favor oh, yeah. here. bring it in slow guest oh. guest producer oh. Bronco Jeff there you go good stuff so let's take a quick break we'll get into the second quarter right now Have you signed up yet for bsndenver.com? It's a subscription worth the money. We're talking like four bucks a month. I think they got a $30 package. They got a lifetime package. It's like 40 bucks maybe for like a year. And you're getting great writers and you're getting well thought out content. The podcasts are free. The video content is free. It's kind of a freemium service, but I encourage you to sign up, bsndenver.com. They're doing a great job over there. They are a sponsor. We are fans so check it out, yo. When did bobsleds become bobsleighs? Did the IOC... That puzzles me. Did the IOC hand out so many condoms because in Pyeongchang, everybody's looking for a little Pyeongchang, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Shouldn't the Asians be dominating women's half pipe since that's all they're used to anyway? (laughs) Are fans of Sean White collectively known as the white folks? Were the Nuggets smart to trade Wilson Chandler straight up for not as shitty Wilson Chandler? What is Von Miller getting Kirk Cousins for Valentine's Day? Is DMAC a finalist to be the new voice at the Denver Greyhound Terminal? <laughs> in anticipation of his next job, should Todd Romero practice key phrases in the mirror, such as, how much were you looking to pay per month, and have we discussed the undercoating? Is Allie Sturm so much more knowledgeable about the NBA this season because she spent endless hours watching film, specifically Space Jam? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. We don't need fucking Scott anymore. Scott. I wonder how many times you've been dead, and I wonder how many plans have gone bad. It's good stuff. Thank you, Bronco. How Jeff. Many times you know, you had sex intelligence quotient measures your ability you know to learn. 
And so I'm guessing Jeff, Bronco Jeff, has a really high intelligence quotient. I've spent some time with him, and yes, you're right. He's a a smart dude. Smart cat. Yeah. Um, We hit up. Good choice, Scott. The key to intelligence quotients is to talk about your IQ. The more you talk about it, Smarter you typically are. That mic's terrible. I don't even know if he's if he's even read. He's barely registering. Are you on it? Which one is it? Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I don't think that's it. No, it's that one. Just get up I real close it. to it. It was quiet. I yeah, just get up real oh, close to it. it. Yeah, but um, oh, that's good. we got you. We got you. Um, See that out there. But you know, I want I want to say his name is Bronco Jeff, right? So it might sound like one of those one of those dildos whose name is like Raider Greg. It does, you know. No, it but, does. It does. But no, but yeah. he. But, he, but I like uh, that though. He, he rises above that because because he's not a moronic Raiders fan, and he's not a Jeff with a G. Come on, yeah, yeah come on, yeah. bro. So yeah, because you know they're always like, hey, this is this is uh, this is Raider Greg calling in. My Raiders are going to do real good this year, and it's like, yeah, okay, Raider Greg. And uh, you know Raider Greg lives in Littleton, and uh, you know he's he's a diehard do you, Raider do you fan. Call up Gil Whiteley and say this is this is Bronco Jeff. Hey Gil, Bronco Jeff. Hey Gil, it's Bronco Jeff. Where's Bronco Billy? Because that guy <laughs> got to go. <laughs> Bronco Billy is Bronco Billy still alive? Is Bronco Billy still alive? alive? Okay, good. Um, There's got to be so, somebody has to listen to my life sports. <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know it's it's so sorry. But once once you once you have your name, you can't really go back. You can't. You can't, you yeah. can't do it at all. That's what happened. I. I feel the need to defend myself here because way back when the day that we hired John Fox as our coach, I was at work screwing around on the internet. And my buddy IMs me and he's like, the Broncos just hired John Fox. I'm like, holy shit. How do you know that? He's like, I just got it on Twitter. So I'm like, all right. I've never been on Facebook, never been on Friendster, never Good. been on MySpace. Good for you. Never did any of that shit. But I'm like, fuck. If this information's coming out that early on Twitter, I need a Twitter account. And it was, I put no thought into it. I was like, Bronco Jeff, because I had Broncos on the brain. And I don't know if I can change it. I don't know how to change it, but. You can change it. I've oh, had you like can change nine. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, can you, can, you can change how about, it. How, like how about it. this one? Let's, but I like it. I like, about this I like Bronco Jeff. How about this? Jeff Boyardee. Jeff Boyardee. Oh, Boy- yeah, yeah. TM. Yeah, TM. Yeah, a little TM. No, you can change it, but don't change it. Now you're Bronco Jeff. I've had the same voicemail recording on my phone for 13 or 14 years. It's like, this is my cell phone. Because I have a cell phone and they're new. Yeah, so <laughs> if I haven't changed that. I'm not changing. Now it's this, ironic. I'll, just, I'll deal with it. You have, you have. Once you have an identity, you got to keep it. You can't, you can't change it. Right. So, um, I want to talk about my rampant consumerism. Show off a couple items. Oh here. yeah, show I, off I, the I, I spent, I spent way too much money for this. Uh, this is a photo. So this comes with the story. Uh, this is a photograph of Gary Harris shooting the game-winning three over Russell Westbrook, who's about three feet in the air in the photo. And it, like it's just a great moment. His fingertips are almost touched it's, at the it's, it's beautiful. An awesome it's amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a ma- an amazing photograph, and it was an amazing night, which I watched from home, having given away five very good tickets to the game. Not five, four, sorry. And be- the reason I did was because my wife was out of town on business and uh, both of my kids were homesick. So I didn't think that staying out until like 11 o'clock at night was really a hot idea. My wife might have thoughts about that. So I asked, I asked some dudes at work for me, do you guys think you can pull this off? So they went. And when that after that shot, I texted one of them. I was like, please tell me you stayed until the end. Did they? Please, 
They did. Oh, he goes, good. oh, yeah, dude. It was awesome. Coolest thing I've ever seen. So I got him also a photo. I got him one of the photos, too. That's from very our, nice. Where do you get NBA, NBAphotoshop.com. And it's very, very sweet. And then this just came today. Very uh, happy. Now, John, you've already got this, yeah, right? Yeah, but I don't have Does the, yours have the AZ? No, the big gaudy AZ. Yeah, on the I side? was. No. When, I did not. That's not what I yeah. bought. That's not what I came in for. That's yeah, not I what I. I don't have one of those. I, I didn't. They didn't show that huh. on the page where I ordered it from Fan Addicts. Mm. And oh, they also fucked me another way, too. They, uh, well, it might not be a sponsor now. Oh, now, okay. fuck Fan Addicts. Yeah. I would yeah. never let them sponsor my show. <laughs> fuck those guys. Um, it was all there was special promo code today only free shipping, free shipping, free shipping, free shipping. So I put my order in, right? It's a total fucking, you know, 30, whatever. I sent the money, credit card charge, 52 bucks, charged me for fucking shipping. Ah. And so they said, I, I called them up, they were willing to resolve it, right? Sure, you use the promo code. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We totally messed up. That'll hit your credit card in four to six weeks. Oh, wow. I was like, my ass. And then they ironed my that ass. Patch you on processed that. Yeah. that shit this morning. I looked at my fucking statement. Like here's and your it, Arizona patch. That dickhead. shit went right through. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I run a retail shop. I return people's credit cards. It batches that night. You're a huge corporation. How can you tell me they're, you can't get this done overnight? They're making that little bit of scratch on, on your the PayPal. A little money. bit of on, on, my, on my dough. They sit on your money like PayPal. Absolutely. They added like $12 shipping, and I, I did everything right. Well, everything right. It's just they're hoping nobody calls, and I don't like companies that do business that way. So Fanatics, I'm sorry. I would have loved to have had you as a sponsor, but I won't accept your offer. Uh, plenty don't, of other hat companies don't out there. Don't blackball me from the NHL here, but they also took over the NHL stores. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. All of them? Yep. I've never had an issue with them, but what I think they need to do, it's if, if they had free shipping all the time, I'd just be buying hats constantly. But the shipping, I'm always like... I don't want to pay fucking five bucks to have a, a stupid, you know. Dude, they charged me 12. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can you so. not get that like at Coors or the dugouts? Of course you can. Uh, you, you just got to go there. Yeah, you have to go to one of the shops, I think. Yeah. Well, if sure. you buy an and NHL and, and, jersey now, you're getting a Fanatics made NHL jersey. Interesting. Well, They're, feel that. Yeah. Feel it. It's, it's beautiful. It's a nice hat. Oh, it's gorgeous, but feel it. I was going to ask you what it is. It's a fucking thin-ass piece of shit is what it is, dude. I'm, I'm telling you. It's, it's it is a, not. What that, is this? Like feel that. Nylon? No, that's, that's yeah, the, it looks a little cheap. Oh, it is. No, that's, that's what mine's made out of. The side was $12? Yeah, it's made out of that. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I bought a fitted Packers hat for the same price many years ago. I'm telling you, when they win and the it World was, Series, it was that's going to melt at the first bonfire you go to. <laughs> <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to get knocked off and you're being dude, shoved into a cop car. These fuckers <laughs> used to have a layer of netting and like a layer of like cardboard nah, and that's a different. That's a different kind of hat. That's a different, it's a different material. It's a summer it's sport. It's yeah, a summer so I want to talk real quick. You were talking about the Olympics and... And um, I haven't really watched the Olympics. I haven't watched but, the Olympics um, at all. Not one thing. I have. Which surprises me. Is that music? What do we got? Oh, turn your music. Yep, music. I should have. Is it? This is Royal Blood, though. I was just talking to is you about it? them. Yeah. Wait, why is it playing? Maybe it's my phone. Oh, is it your phone? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Weird. Wow, that weird. is weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> are you just like, trying to fuck with Bronco Jeff? <laughs> oh, trying to keep him on his toes. Bronco Jeff's over here. His eyes are bugging out of his, his head. He's like, what the fuck did I do? I'm going to um, blame my Apple Watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. got to figure it out. Thanks, the, Obama. Uh, the, the Olympics, and and I haven't really watched it. Everyone gets, all gets excited about it. And I, I love curling. I, I curled a couple years ago. I tried it out. The, the night Tim Tebow got I drafted. I want to curl so it's, bad. 
Yeah. It's fantastic. And, and I think we talked about this. You could go, and especially if you're involved with media, you could just say, hey, I, I, I do an abs podcast for Mile High Sports. We'd like to come out and curl, and we, we can talk about it and promote it. We're going to do a podcast live. They'll, they would, they'd be like, come on down. They'd give you the, they'd have you take the class. It's really fun. It's, it would be a blast to get a bunch of people together to do it. Um, obviously, it's you know, hard to get everyone organized. But And you don't have to wear skates, right? No. You, shoes. You wear you wear a you wear a, like a, a shoe that has a slick surface so you can slide on it. So you have to be able to do that. I'm gonna call attention to this only for this reason, but did you see the video of Lauren Gardner eating it on the ice curling? No, I didn't see her curling. So everybody's like I've seen every video of Lauren Gardner I could find on the internet and I missed that wow. one. Wow. So so everybody's like, what she Sorry, can walk Lauren, on the ice. I don't mean heels, to creep you out. But she can't stand on the ice. She was wearing that slick thing the on slick her thing, foot yeah. and she stepped down and just boom. It's very slick and you have to be careful at first cuz your your regular shoe like let's say you know I'm wearing a pair of Vans, you can wear that and that's obviously slick on the ice, but you have a little bit of grip, but you have that slick shoe and you have to use that to like kind of get back and forth cuz otherwise you'd be like shuffling, you know, you have to do that and you have to be able to do that. Um, it's hard to do the brooms. Like you have to, you have to have some arm strength to do the brooms and, um, you know, sitting there and throwing those is nice and easy. You just I, I can sweep the fuck out of the floor. You, you could, so yeah, you gotta I, go I'm, sweep. A sweep, I'm a sweeping mofo. Can so you hopefully sweep I can and be a run sweeper. on ice at the same time though? That looks like the hardest part to me. I can't even, I, I can't even stand on ice. You can slide, you can slide with your shoe and then do it and then, and then kind of stop yourself and keep going. So it's very fun. And I, and everyone gets crazy about the curling and it's very cool. Everyone should try it. Um, it's really good. Uh, but what I was talking about because you were talking about the the half pipe and the and the the Asian Asian yeah I'm real sorry I mean I figure if one joke during questions doesn't make everybody at the room uncomfortable I haven't done my job well what's funny is that what's funny is because everyone now everyone can see their faces because before like you'd have like you'd say something horribly inappropriate and Nate Kreckman would be like but now now he can't do that because he can't be seen laughing at something horribly inappropriate right right, right? right. so anyway so right right before you guys got here i was telling my i was reading a couple of things off to my buddy james who's hanging out and um he goes you can't say that on your podcast dude you can't say that so you got to take that out you can't say that that's why it's so funny i was like uh he goes dude that is like that is like racist like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's you know that's just what you do on a podcast. So, not be racist, but you can just say what you want is what I'm trying to say. But what I wanted to bring up is that all these people. What's funny is because you've got all these teenagers and you've got this like Asian American girl winning winning a gold medal in like um in uh, you know in snowboarding and you've got these girls uh, winning in like you thank know, you DACA. Skating. Well, it, it's funny because then the, the, do you know the controversy about the woman because she was like, you know, immigrants, what what can't they right. do? She's not an immigrant, but her parents are. Well, but so then and she's like, I was quoting Hamilton. And I was like, look, if you're fucking <laughs> quoting Hamilton, you need to fuck off. That's that's right. Right out of the gate. You need to fuck off if you're quoting Hamilton. By the way, did you get tickets? Fuck. No, off. <laughs> no. No, and and no. I was I was thinking about this, and there's only there's only two people that I know are really into Hamilton that I give a pass to. The rest can fuck off. The two people are Brooke Kale and um, Benjamin Hockman. Lo- he loves him some Hamilton. I'll I'll overlook it, Ben. I'll just overlook that part. But I just don't get it, Hamilton. That I can't stand that bullshit but so this woman's using hamilton as her excuse and it was just funny because then she was like well you can't so this has come back to your pc thing oh you can't you can't yeah everyone jumps all over you. it's like look if you say something fucking dumb like that where you're basically 
calling this girl an immigrant when she was born in California. Uh, maybe her parents came from somewhere, but she's as American as anyone else. You deserve a ton of shit. And I just think people open their mouths all the time. And then they play this card of like, whoa, everyone's getting offended. It's like, no, no, you're saying something dumb and you need to be called out and shamed for it. Speaking of such things, this morning, it was this morning, everybody, it was going around on Twitter. I think it was last night, Greg Popovich after the their, win, their loss in Utah. Um, said America is a racist country. And uh, somebody asked him, a reporter asked him why he thought it was significant uh, to celebrate um, uh, Black History Month in the NBA. And he said, because it's, it's a black league and sure. racism exists in America. And it's the, it basically, he said, ra- he said America is a racist country. And I had a problem with it, to be honest with you, um, for several reasons. One, is that Greg Popovich never talks, never gives the media anything, and he's he chose the moment that he finally gave some disclosure to the media to to, to bash our country, and it it kind of bothers me. I would say it this way: America is is the least racist country in but the it's world, still racist, and it has work to do. It's still racist. The country's not. There are small envelopes. The country is vehemently opposed to racism. If you look at the general vibe and the general feel you get from most corners of the USA, we don't like racists. This is not a racist country. There are racist people within this country. But it's not a racist country, and there are racist countries, yeah, but real racist how do countries, you define and nobody ra- wants to talk about that because if you talk about another country as being a racist country, you're judging them, and they're just like us, and no, they're not. Yeah, but and this is the greatest can, fucking country in the world. Yeah, but your 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 point is that oh, this isn't a racist country; there's just racists in it. Fine, but then you say, well, this country's racist, then they can say, hey, look, we're not racist; we just have some racists. I mean, that's what everyone can say. Okay, I if think Boston we were a country all of its own, it would be the most racist. Think racist. That's the pr- some of the problem. As people are like, I'm not racist, but then they do things like the president. Racism is like hate. The president. To sure. me, racism is hate. Racism is not ignorance. Racism is hate. To me, that's the way I define it. If you're a racist, you hate and you want to kill, and you dis you discredit, discount, and and look down upon. And I think that fraction of what we call racism in America is maybe 10%. The other 90%, it's just, come on, man. This is a melting pot, and if it's going to be a melting pot, we're going to have to have a little fun. And if we're not willing to have a little fun, then it really is going to be an uncomfortable situation for everybody. So I can tie this entirely back to sports right now. Please which do. Is, I, was, I was listening to CPR, and they were talking about Russian propaganda on Twitter and how that's weird, isn't they, it? They've targeted specific people on Twitter to inundate with tweets about issues and racism and whatever. And we're all aware of what's going on on social media and Facebook and everything. But the same thing in sports on a losing season like we had with the Avalanche last year, you see a lot of negativity. And your your concept is this is what it's like everywhere. But really, it's such a vocal minority that is doing that, it really distorts your perception of how things are perceived by everyone else. Absolutely. And, and with the Russian stuff, they, they try to, they try to affect one, one issue one way. So everyone just thinks, Oh, this is how it's going. Oh, black lives matter is a terrorist organization. And they, they fucking beat that drum till everyone starts going black lives matter is a terrorist organization. And but really it's like, you know, a hundred thousand people on Twitter yeah. that aren't people 
that are bots that, that are, that are that you know, are pushing a Russian in a certain in an way. office running 30 Twitter accounts or whatever. It's fascinating, that it's, dynamic. It's very fascinating. Um, we do have to get into the second half already. Um, Jeez. I got Man. I got plenty to cover. I didn't even really get to. I, I, I didn't even I have, get to my is, Hamilton. This quotes. is my list of shit I wanted to get to. This okay. is the one I've done. Okay. Well, I got. I even took some notes. So I've and I rarely take. What notes. the fuck? I know. I got some. I got some notes. So yeah, let's get into the second half. Um, and we'll um, we'll. Uh, so we're gonna come back to sports, right? I guess we're gonna come back to sports. I if tried. We, if we can get it, so. I tried. You tried what? Bring it back to sports. Oh, that's good. No, we. Hey, we have, we got to at least have ten percent sports. So, so let's get into the second half right about now, and we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Hit it. Sportique is where scooters come from. And if you're looking for a scooter, Sportique is the place to be. 160 South Broadway, just north of Alameda in the shadow of downtown Denver. Buy a 50cc scooter. Go to the game. Park at a bike rack. Walk right in. You're out of there before the first person in the parking lot begins to unlock their door it's so easy it's so fun it's so fast it's sportique where scooters come from You guys got your sports in. Imagine if you wrote that. If you wrote that? The whole song. Um, like if you were the person that wrote it? Yeah. Well, you'd have a lot more money. Time on Earth would be done. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. It's a masterpiece. Mission accomplished. It really is. Um, and the shortened version that we usually use, um, I think always, I, I, I always say it would just make such a great radio intro. And just to be like the actual intro to your to your show. Um, once Colin and I get a weekend show, then we'll, we'll use it for that. Yeah. I think Fox sports radio should bring us on. We could do something from like 11 to one when nobody's listening. Oh, yeah, I think we should just do late. satellite radio. Just no, like 11 to one in the afternoon radio. on Sunday. Forget terrestrial. We're talking outer space. Dude. Speaking of which, did you hear the news? Peter Burns got himself a weekend gig with, uh, 
whatever the fuck network he's with. ESPN. ESPN, that's right. ESPN Radio, he's got a Sunday show now. Oh. And uh, on a nationally syndicated level. So hopefully hopefully it'll play at the fan. They're an ESPN affiliate, so we'll see. But uh, I'm excited for him. He's got a beautiful wife, a beautiful baby, and just a great, great guy. And uh, way to go, Peter Burns. Not like you'd bother listening to this local (laughs) podcast. Just because you've been on it. We knew you win. He's he's been on a, he's been on here a few times, but yeah, yeah. he's not listening. But you remember congrats. when he did the press box with Mark Kisla on Mile High Sports Radio? Oh, we do su- I? we su- we co- we substituted on that show on the press box, the very best show on radio at the time. We guest hosted, like so that two was Fridays awfully in thrilling. a row or something. Twice yeah. in a row, the two Fridays, sweet. I think. Yeah. yeah, how'd it go? It went well. well. Yeah. You know what really blew us both away? I think was how quickly those segments ended. Like. I, I feel like we had four times what they could possibly put on air. Just every time we looked up, they were telling us, well, let's wrap it they up. they had uh, Lance, um, uh, what's his Lance name? Zerline. No, no that Lance. is a football player. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, no, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he was there. He kind of, they kind of, he was the buffer. He kind of ran, ran things. Just to make sure yeah. he didn't go totally off the rails. Kind of so. a douche, How much preparation no, nice did you guys guy. put in? I've always wondered, like, any i don't just go in and you just do it off the cuff i think we just kind of went in and did it i don't know do you have some notes no i had yeah i mean i i get nervous if i don't have you know i just i'm a legal pad guy i'm a legal i'm a legal pad and a pen guy and that's that's how i I don't ever write anything down i just kind of let it roll and if he's john is far 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 smarter than i am i mean i'm just a dumb guy so for me you know it helps to have but here's the problem as i'm getting older i start getting like more and more brain farts and i'm like oh i gotta make sure to write things down so i don't you know i don't brain fart out and not to yeah turn off the stove yeah yeah things yeah. like that well, i'm just talking right here like all of a sudden i'll kind of go um i'm middle of talking and i'm like oh fuck where am i going and i have to like kind of you know <laughs> you have one of those so, like like, like in the first quarter like right in the first quarter yes. of this show and you're like life alert so ryan it's good to have you <laughs> yeah, yeah, again yeah, a little like that yeah a little like that life alert um let let me you know we got we got a few things to get to um but i do want to know i do want to know ryan this is this is where we can yeah that's you um i do kind of want to know what it's like being around a professional sports team um the nhl's got the the trade deadlines coming up in another week or so or two weeks whenever it is i think it's like a week and a half 26 Uh, 26 and um i kind of want to know is it like Obviously, you're not in the you're not in the war room with those guys. I I don't think you were. I was last year. You were okay. It was great. That's what I'm I, like. Is it is it just crazy? Is it is it like it, any movie that they've made about like GMs and stuff like that? Is it is it similar to that? Is it is it tense? Is it like you know you're waiting for the phone call or are people like yelling at each other? What's it, what's that like? Like what's that? Uh Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, he's like the Browns GM. I love that movie. Is it is it accurate? No, I thought yeah, I thought that kinda. I thought Draft Day was far better than anybody gave it credit for. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's I've just, seen it like five or six yeah, times. Give on me more HBO. of that. I yeah. just want that's what I, it's it's Jerry Maguire that movie. I, I don't I think that. it's that far off base where you you can have a guy that hits a home run on Draft Day or on Trade Deadline Day or whatever it is, and you know guys make the pieces work. Stan Bowman in Chicago mm-hmm. is usually that guy that makes the pieces work. It's not coming together um the thing that always got me was you know people would be like oh why didn't the abs do more and you're like well if you were in there and you heard what was going on it's not like because they're not just sitting around It's not like the phone didn't ring or nobody made any phone calls but 
you know, either people don't want to come here or the trade doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or, you know, same way with the Nuggets happen. this year at the trade deadline. I mean, not much happened. They got Devin Harris and they, they traded away Emmanuel Moody. Yeah, that's, well, so that's for that, that for that example, and, and everyone's like, ah, oh, the Nuggets don't know they what the hell they're doing. Shit, so yeah. they're probably, they're sitting around and they're like getting phone calls and things are working, but they're just like, this isn't, this isn't good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not good for, for our you, team. Or yeah. It's not a fit for the other team. And, you know, people were railing on Joe Sackick last year for not doing anything, and this year he's the greatest GM in hockey all of a sudden, and as nothing a, has changed. As somebody who ma- I manage things a lot, it, and so does John, it, sometimes deciding not to change anything is the best decision right. of all. Right, people And last it takes year, a lot of courage to make that decision. Absolutely it does. People last year were saying, you know, the fact that – it, it's interesting how media drives the conversation sometimes, right? So it's okay. Duchesne needs to be traded. We're going to see what happens. Okay. He hasn't been traded yet. Now this looks bad. Now, why hasn't the team traded him? Well, this is just poor management. And then, holy shit, look at what they got for Matt Duchesne. That's incredible. And now there's no trades happening because everybody's overvaluing players, right? And to see that that change from well, Joe Sackick needs to go to wow, what look what he brought in. Well, oh, he's a player. genius. Yeah, he's a genius. It's like okay, you know, things happen, conversations happen, but when a when a guy knows this is what I want, and we're not going to settle for anything less, sometimes trade deadlines are boring. Sometimes they're not boring. It just depends. But it's, it's depends on what's on the table. Yeah, exactly. If if the deal doesn't make sense for the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're not going to take it. Right. If the deal doesn't make sense for the avalanche, they're not going to take it. So you try to find another dance. Partner. How is that in that? Are they is it is it like they the Penguins call up and they say, hey, we'll give you, you know, this for Matthew Shane. And they're like, no, is it like are they like covering the phone and going, fuck this guy? Or are they just kind of like, no, sorry. I mean, or like, how is that? How's that dynamic? work out is it is it a gm is it them calling joe sackick um you know is it mario lemieux calling joe sackick or is there somebody else talking to somebody else it's usually like jim rutherford calling joe sackick and saying you know we're looking for this what do you got okay well this is what we're willing to part with okay well we don't want that or you know we're not willing to part with anything are they asking price and they all know each other so it's not like it's not like you know some asshole in a fantasy league uh trying to trying to uh you know screw you over they all know each other it's not like, like you making trade offers oh, up and down you. the lineup. How does how does Sackick handle himself as a GM and do you like him as a GM? I don't think anybody in the league could say anything bad about Joe Sackick ever. That's it just comes down to that. I've always thought he didn't get enough credit and I think this year has proved that he either knows what he's doing or has surrounded with himself with people who know what they're doing, but the team is always moving in a direction that there was a vision for, but people aren't willing to accept we're going to need it two, three years of, you know, placeholder people until we can get what we need. Right. And fans don't like to hear that every year. It's we're winning the Stanley cup this year, Stanley cup or bust, but that's the not Broncos have the same dilemma right, right now. It's not they how really it works. do. So they put they the Broncos, they put in a placeholder quarterback and nobody's happy with it. And everybody wants something. And they're better, due to have another. Sometimes you have to go through a couple years of that until, you know, it's different in in football than in hockey where you may have a guy who's down in the AHL who needs two, three years to mature. An example would be Nikita Zadorov. Just the leap he's made from last year to this year is phenomenal. It's almost unpredictable that he would take that step that quickly. But you need players in the NHL at least to develop over time. 
and to learn the game and learn how to take hard minutes and to learn how to to play as a pro at the top tier and then you have success so it's a three-year plan and playoffs are certainly always an expectation but I wouldn't say that this year the goal is playoffs. This year the goal is development. Next year the goal is playoffs. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. How bad did Wah bailing out, how bad did that did that set them back? Did that really leave them kind of hamstrung or did they were they able to recover from that fairly well? I would love to to have a conversation with Jared Bednar about what's different last year to from, this year. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things obviously he has changed his coaching staff so tim army's no longer with the team he's he's you know dave ferris is no longer with the team he's got nolan pratt and i don't even know who else because i'm not there anymore i'm not following it as closely but i think that when you have a compressed timeline to prep you're also changing leagues from the the league down to the top league things are going to be faster for you you have to figure out player personalities you've got to figure out how to motivate guys what you want from them when you're in the AHL everybody wants to make the NHL when you're in the NHL you know are guys just taking a paycheck are guys wanting to win the Stanley Cup how do we get everybody to function as one unit and move in the same direction so I think you know Patty Wall even was put everybody in a tough situation we were Ron and I my colleague where we were at DU when it happened waiting to interview new guys like Joe Colborn and we got called back. You're like, oh shit. Like what what's going on? Like I was like, are we getting fired? What's <laughs> what's happening? And we showed up and found well, out. Well one of the things you talked about uh Jan Hada on your your podcast and you asked him about that and he said he had a great time uh you know uh, uh playing for him and then he just he kind of maybe this was early on maybe he didn't maybe he didn't you know and maybe he it wasn't warmed up yet but he kind of was like he kind of changed and he goes I don't really want to get into that and and he he kind of backed off that and I and I think and I don't know if people know I'm sure you know more of the story than most people but he didn't seem to want to get into it and I thought well that's kind of odd because I thought he could at least as we were talking about earlier, be a little more diplomatic in an explanation. What's interesting to me is I don't necessarily know what he's talking about. And I didn't work for the team that first year. I was still covering from Mile high sports at that time. So I wasn't, I was in the locker room and I was around, but I wasn't on the other side of it. So I'm not sure what he's talking about when he said, well, things changed. And yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it. To me, that was a, an interesting aside and we didn't get into it and I don't want to push him. You don't want to be, yeah, you yeah. know, guys don't want to burn bridges. And this is a hockey hall of famer you're talking about who sure. has a lot of cachet here in Denver from what he managed to accomplish two Stanley cups and a, a legacy. He set. you know, you could say that Varlamov aside, there hasn't really been a goalie that's come close to what he's accomplished here. So it's interesting, and I don't know what he's talking about, but I do know that you know times were tough with him as coach, and he did what he could to motivate the team. And it, sure, you know, either they listen or they don't. But you look at guys like Wayne Gretzky, amazing hockey player, not such a great coach. It happens. Yep, and I and I think and I and I think I just bring that up because he was talking about it, and I it it struck me. But then I kind of think, you know what? 
we don't need to fucking talk about that anymore. They they've moved on. They've they've turned it around. They're playing well, and I think they're on they're on the right track. So I'm 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 happy. I'm glad that we can finally uh, kind of watch it and not uh, not watch it with with our hands over our, our eyes. As a Nuggets fan, I w- I was making some observations this week just in my own head, and one thing I realized was the difference between being a, a Nuggets fan and a fan of another team, including the Avalanche in this town, is that if the Avalanche get good, right, they can get to the to the Stanley Cup final. And if their goaltender plays well, you never know what might happen. It's kind of a there, there's there are X factor teams that win that win Stanley Cups. Yes, there are X factor teams that win Super Bowls. The Philadelphia Eagles. There are X factor teams that win in most sports. In the NBA. That doesn't happen. There are. I wrote on my notes here. There are no eagles in the NBA, and, that, and that's what. And that and, and that makes being a fan, a local fan, if a Denver Nuggets fan, and I love them, um, a, a really interesting challenge because there may come a time where they are in that window, and that window may last two to four years, and then it's gone, and. The, the 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 hierarchy at the top of the league is three or four teams and this year it'll come down to wh- whomever wins the western conference title will win the nba title and it's one thing for the eagles to win the super bowl if they played the patriots in a seven game series do you think the eagles would have won no no chance what's it's interesting because football is one of the few sports if not the only sport where you get a one one off postseason period you're one and done and nobody else does that and that opens the door for the eagles coaching gamesmanship it opens the door for the eagles but you look at the last time the abs made the playoffs i think that the team was out coached by mike yo and you look at ken evil zach sheely Yes. He looks like evil Zach. I know the one. I know the one. Yes. When, when, uh, I, I remember watching Ken Hitchcock coaching the blues against the Dallas stars in the playoffs. And he just figured out Dallas and just took him to town on a coaching level. And it's funny because now he's back with the Dallas stars as the head coach. But when you have those series, it really opens the door to quality coaching and strategy and all of that. Um, what's interesting. It's, it sucks. Being, I'm not a big basketball fan, but it sucks seeing that the perception of the league is there are the teams that win, and then there's everybody. It's else. not a perception, right? It's I know, the reality. I know it is. Um, th- that it's perception the is a reality. Where, whereas, whereas, oh no, and, and that's what's sad. No, though, Ryan, it's not the Spurs. The Spurs have no chance now, but they they were a dominant team. Understood, but they are still a dominant team. They are a fabulous team. There are fabulous teams in the NA, in the NBA. F- wonderful teams. The Cleveland Cavaliers. They have no chance of winning a title. The Cavs have no chance of winning a title. The Celtics have no chance of winning the title. It's going to be the Rockets or it's going to be the, the, the Golden State Warriors. And unless somebody gets hurt, somebody major gets hurt, that's the fate that lies ahead and you enter the playoffs and you watch the playoffs as a fan knowing that whether the whether the Denver Nuggets are the five seed in the playoffs or the eight seed in the playoffs I know what's going to happen and as a Denver fan you're hoping they win a series oh god bless they won a series we can all celebrate and have and have a little celebration but they're not going to win a championship and if they ever do and I hope in my lifetime they do they'll have a window to win one 
or two, and that's that. But it, it, it's and the reason is because it's five players on the floor, and therefore the greatest players in the league have a more influence over the outcome of games than the greatest players in any other league. Yeah, because in baseball, you can a team can get hot and a pitcher can fucking take over a game, or a hitter can can go off one night and it kind of changes the dynamic of it. As, as opposed to basketball, where you trot out those same five guys who just dominate and they dominate in you know they get like uh, in four games they they can take out any any team and then that's that's that. When they have say where they go to an extent too, right? Well, I'd yeah. say hockey's closer to football in that it's kind of a war of attrition and whoever comes out on top with the least amount of injuries is usually the better team. You saw it with Pittsburgh and Nashville last year in the Stanley Cup. It's just whoever whoever can have more superstar talent or more more overall depth that doesn't get injured that can make it to the final, to make it to that last game generally tends to win. And that's, you know, a somewhat a product of the length of the schedule. But it, it doesn't seem to be that way with the NBA. And on that note, can we, I, I, and I know we got to go to break, but I, I, can, I, I wonder if we can all agree that the NHL and NBA seasons are just altogether too long. And I know this is not a unique, this is not a hot take. Um, this is something that's been discussed ad nauseum in the sports media, but I w- I'd like your feelings on that. Uh, at 162 games for a baseball season, at 82 games for an NHL season, is that should it be 60? I think it's insane from a performance perspective. It's even more insane from a, a media staffing perspective where you're working. You know, I would work for the Avs. I'd work an 18-hour day on a game day and sleep six hours and be back at work for eight to five the next day. You know, where the players come in and they get up and they lift weights and they go do practice and they go home and do whatever they want. Uh, I think you would see better competition with less games, but they just don't, it's the age old thing. They don't make the money the NFL does. So they need more games in order to recoup. Sure. And they're, they're not, and they're not going back. They're not, we're not going to give up money. No, no, they should, they should take games out because you see what happens. I know there are, are more dynasties now in the NHL or at least back-to-back champions than they were. The Blackhawks, the Kings, and the, the Penguins are the teams that seem to win over and over again. But it you see it start to take a toll on the teams. The, the more that they win, the deeper they go in the postseason, the, the more games they play, the harder it is to recover, the, the more wear and tear on the body it is. And it in the end is probably hurting the sport, but maybe it, it helps change the power dynamic too. Several years ago, DMAC wrote a blog post. I can't remember. I think it was at Mile High Sports, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. DMAC's a blogger. He used to blog for those guys. Um, but it was a, a, a reimagined schedule for the big four sports. And it was re- and when I thought about it, I read it, and I thought about all the things he said. I was like... That's perfect. Let's, and uh, if that happens, you can change the scheduling so you don't have NBA and NHL competing against each other. You can spill into the four. NBA should be starting later anyway. That's that's a Peter Burns thing too. Started on Christmas. That was Peter Burns. That's idea. That's yep. exactly what he what D Max. Let's um let's get into the fourth. We're 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 going to be well over time, but that's okay. We got plenty to we got plenty to talk about. Bonus I need to, podcast. I need to I need to ask Ryan about a little Marvel versus DC. I got more Anna of the week. You got more Anna of the week. Uh, I want to talk about anyone seen Altered Carbon? No, it's on my list. All right. No, well, I can, we can I know you're you're it's, a watcher. It, we'll you're talk. Is this a watcher. thumbs up? We'll see. 
Yeah, well, we can talk about it on the live stream. So you have to watch the live stream to hear the altered cut. I'm a Joel Kinnaman fan. Oh, are you? Okay, gotcha. All right. All right, let's take a quick break. Be right back. Information Cafe is one of the most unique Denver spots that's left in this town. Everything's changing, but Mutiny is not. Thank God. Pinball machines. <laughs> used books, used records, used CDs, comic books, iced coffee where the ice cubes are made out of coffee. Ryan Boldings visited Mutiny Information Cafe. It. He loved it. Everyone who goes there loves it. And... The beautiful thing about it, you're not going to find one in Phoenix. You're not going to find one in San Francisco or any other place on God's green earth. It's uniquely Denver. It's Mutiny Information Cafe. And when you go there, please tell them the South Stand sent you. Yeah, baby. You can't hear it on the live stream because we'll get sued, so. Stumping someone else's trade. I love Mutiny Information Cafe. It's great, isn't it? I went once. I went there to buy a comic. I took my friend from Calgary there to buy a comic, and they have everything. You yeah, spend they, all day there. Oh, they got great stuff, yeah. It's you know, awesome. jumping someone else's train is very relevant because right now there's the whole DIA train contest going on. Ooh, yeah. They're trying to determine who's going to be the voice of the DIA train. Oh, so now, this is your Moran of the Week, the no, people, the no, people no. nominated? No, it's going to get better. Vic Lombardi? No? No, no, no I think oh, Vic okay. Lombardi is a good choice, but uh, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, what's his fucking name? Roach. <laughs> I'm an Alan Roach guy. Roach I'm that, an Alan hey, Roach guy. That, he's awesome, but he's already on there. He says, hold on, please. Right? Yeah, no, but I mean, they're talking about replacing Is him. He, he can't be more iconic. He does the Super Bowl. He's, he's at the Olympics doing the Olympics. He's, he's, super, got, the, he's got one of the best voices let, let me, ever. Let me throw a name out to you. Brett Saunders. Brett Saunders. He's not even a nominee. I know he's not. He should have been. He should have been on there. It's, it's irrelevant. Come on. I mean, Brett Saunders we, has, a, has a great voice. It's very recognizable. I love Brett Saunders, but uh, I'm I'm supporting Alan Roach. I, there's a lot of pressure on me to support Vic Lombardi. Don't but, give in. Don't give in. But I love the beauty of Alan Roach's voice, and I want him coupled with Kathy Sabin. I know. Yeah, I know you want to be coupled with Kathy Sabin, too. I would Who just once. Yeah. Just once. Just once. Just once. And I don't want anyone to find out. Oh, why? Not just your wife. You don't want your wife to find out. Yeah, but no, anyone. No live stream. Because if yeah, anyone no finds out, it'll get back to my wife. Okay. That's what a small circle of a world I live in. I so understand. It would um, have to be on like a business trip. So speaking of a bunch of morons, morans that, that want to be recognized, that do you have our our, 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 um, our our great new segment that we've been doing in honor of Scottish Al. Scottish Al. Scottish Not Al. Not Irish Al. It's Scottish. Scottish Al. Al. He, lives, he lives in Ireland, but he's Scottish. And, and he wants to kill the Irish people, right? He, he wants to kill them all. He hates them. And the, no, the English. He's okay with the Irish. He wants to kill the English. 
and we all want to kill who, the English. Who can blame it? Yeah, who can blame right? We all want They're like the Boston of there. Yeah, really. You know? they, they they're really like are. the New yeah. England of England. You they know? really, yes, they are. And everyone wants to kill them. So, uh, no, Scottish Alley's up there. It's snowing where he is. He lives kind of up in the north of, of Ireland, and it's snowing there. I saw on his Instagram. But um, He lives in Ireland? He lives in Ireland. Yeah, he's Scottish Al, but he lives in Ireland. Scottish Al, he lives in Ireland. Yeah, I'm Northern so Ireland. Now. Northern Ireland, which is a part of England, so it's you know it works out. So okay, well, is is, is he one of those guys that carries guns and sells booze? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, he, yes, that's him. That's okay. him exactly. Okay, I get it now. Um, no, my moran of the week is uh, the Mile High Report. And, uh, oh, I forgot I've to been, get into this. I've been, I I've, been, I, I've, been oh, blo- I've been blocked on Twitter by Mile High Report, and the reason I was is that I went to the website and I, and I read a lot of the headlines, and I I became critical of some of them because they're just it's just crap it's just the worst blogger garbage on the planet and i i put it out there on twitter and they blocked me and i had writers that work there for nothing um plagiarizing other people's material sending me tweets like why didn't you read it okay why judge an article on the headline i'm like well if that's your headline i'm not going to read any further so here's some of the headlines i had a problem with don't expect Donald Stevenson back next year. This is a deadline. No shit, fucking Sherlock. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Any guess. Broncos fan knows that. Um, Garrett Bowles had an up and down first season in the NFL. Good work, Mile High Report. Good job. Nobody knew that. Um, <laughs> Doma Capeco was a key component to the 2017 Broncos defense. This is one of the specific ones where somebody got back to me and said, well, you didn't read the article. You just judged it on the headline. Why would I read an article where that's the headline? Yeah, no shit. Dumbacapeca was awesome. If you're a Broncos fan, you know this. If you listen to the radio, you know this. This is not necessary. I don't need to read this article. QB landscape in the AFC is why the Broncos should get Kirk Cousins. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? You fucking losers. When when can I jump in here? Isaiah, momentarily. Okay. Isaiah McKenzie, emblematic of a year off for the Bron- of, a, of an off year for the Broncos. Emblematic of an yeah. Isaiah McKenzie sucked, and so did the Broncos. So nice job, my high report. Jordan Taylor was a solid depth player in 2017. Awesome. Now you, um, T- take me to school here. Why should I for, not first, be so critical first of, of all, this shit? I tuned out of the Broncos. At, at, As we all should have. So, so your a lot Broncos. of that, a lot of that, your Broncos, your, your Broncos, your Broncos. I tuned out of your Broncos, and so a lot of that, like the Isaiah McKenzie stuff, like I was kind of like, I, I don't even, I'm not even sure what he did wrong, and you know, I'm like, okay, he was the punt returner, yeah, that I know. fucked he up every time. Yeah, he the punt. yeah, he was awful. Was he, he was awful, but like he I, had more muff than Kenneth Fareed's mom. I stopped watching. <laughs> I stopped watching the Bronco games. Okay, so. That that's that's my thing. That, that's kind of beside the point. We we know a bunch of people from there. Our our, our buddy Ian Henson has a lot, a lot to do with over there. He's like no no he's not no he's predominantly orange. 
No, no, no. He runs Mile High Report. No, no. Ian Henson does. No, 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 no. Yes. Ian St. Clair runs Mile High Report. No, I know and he's he a does. good dude. No, he's a good it, dude. It, Ian Henson has something to do with it too. Yes, no, yeah, he does. Yeah, so, that, then I'm sad for yeah. him. Okay, fine. Uh, Ian St. Clair is really good. Okay, so no, Ian St. Clair is a great guy. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've had nothing but positive experiences with him. So and he's the managing editor of Mile High Report. Yeah, so, so so, but the work they're doing is fucking sad. Predominantly orange on the contrast. Sorry to interrupt you. I, I hate it when I do that. But you're so good and I'm so bad. Uh, predominantly orange is doing really cool shit. Like thinking outside the box, giving me something to think about. I enjoy some of the articles there. When I look at my Ohio report, I'm just sad. Here's my thing on Twitter. If you start ranting and raving on Twitter, and I find this out, I'm like, I'm a drunk. I I, I, I do this I, shit, and I find this out once a week. I go, I go, damn it! Why did I open my fucking mouth? Because now all I have to do is just fucking. I have to just talk to people about something. At least it's not Facebook. So that's true. It's that's not far worse. You my, know my, all my those point people. is if if you have a if you have a point if you have a point to say. Uh, this is this is not good journalism. This is this is you know blogging bullshit. Then you should write about it and put it into a story. I don't want to take those guys down like that. Though. You took them down on Twitter and, I, and on the to podcast see. too. Yeah, and now, now on a podcast. So so now you created a controversy because then they're like, oh fuck this guy, and then you got all these guys, these writers going. What's his problem? You know, he's fucking slagging us off when I usually get along with this guy. Now, if there's something to be criticized. I would, I would think they'd want to hear it, right? Yeah, but I think I think your the way you went about it was was uh, very uh, adversarial and yeah, it was kind of true. it was antagonistic. God damn you! So <laughs> just this is this is this is the part of the show where where I, where I walk back with the damage he's done <laughs> about once so. a, about once a, once every couple of weeks. John has to reel so, me. In. So I'm just saying, it, your criticism is probably valid, but the way you went about it was probably to those guys. They were like. What the fuck did we do, to dude? This the guy? shit is so vacuous. It's just it. It's just so. Weak. I know, but who cares? Nobody. Nobody cares except me. And, and if and because if, I watch the world through the lens where I'm watching what these fucking people do, and so it to me it kind of matters. Like you know, like Sire Bedinger is a, is a guy who works at Predominantly Orange, and he's he's doing some neat shit. Like he just did an article that you can click on where he talks about what if what if Denver trades out of the fifth pick and signs Kirk Cousins. What here, if Denver legalized weed, here, man? What about it? What if? Predominantly um, green. Here's some, of the, green. here's some of the ramifications. Here's some of the things that would be downstream of that. Fine. If that were the way things... I'm not getting that at Mile High Report. What I'm getting is a bunch of Fine. just kind of regurgitated here, here's, bullshit. Here, let me give you an example. So you're you're going off on these guys, and then those other douchebags from the other fucking site that that they charge people for, not BSN, that uh, that no one gives a fuck about. Oh, those about. guys suck. Those guys jumped on you about your about your follower count, which you've stated many times and wrote articles about and how it was bought for you by that one douchebag. Like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah eight years like ago. Like eight years ago, I so, wrote that So check. I got pissed off, and because I, I got pissed off because, one, I think those guys have no room to fucking talk and blah blah. So I started talking a bunch of shit, and so I opened my mouth. Right, start open my mouth. Oh, blah 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 blah. I'm talking about fucking people blogging from their couch and this and that. So then a bunch of those mile, a couple of mile high report guys thought I was talking about them, and I was like, oh no, I'm not. And then all of a sudden it becomes a big confusing fucking mess. And then I'm like, why did I open my fucking mouth? So 
you if you if you feel comfortable doing that and dealing with the fallout, that's great. But what I'm saying is it's just it's just it's just pointless. And if you really don't want, uh, if you think it's that uh, beneath you, then you shouldn't give it any attention whatsoever. And that's my thing is that I just go, you know what? This is nothing to me. And it's if it is nothing, if it's truly nothing, then I should never mention it. And I hear where you're coming from. And I, and I respect you for that. I am so much more petty. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to, when I see these things, I have to fucking whine and bitch and tell somebody That's cool. about it. I understand. It. So, you know, no, I mean, I understand you are capable of saying this thing is not worth my time. This person is not worth my time. And, uh, you know, and I totally respect that. I get it. Um, I am a whiny internet bitch. So you're the moran of the week. I am the moran <laughs> of the week. Let's move on Thank to something else because we've say, got about 10 headline minutes. Headline writing is an art, right? Yes. So you want to write a headline where somebody wants to read your article. Absolutely. So if you're going to give away what your article is in the headline, nobody's going to read it. Like Garrett Bowles at an up and down season. Well, yeah. yeah I, I sums it up. Yeah, it sums it up. Yeah. You could, you, but you see, you could say. There's not a Broncos fan alive that didn't think Garrett Bowles had an up and down season. <laughs> true. And you well, could, yeah, but you didn't read the article. He stood for the, the anthem, Why the fuck would though? I read yeah, that yeah. article? He could have said, hey, you know, Garrett Bowles. Our opinion of his season could surprise you. And you've seen how critical I am of Jamel Hill on Twitter. Yes. I don't like Jamel Hill. I think she's a racist. Today, she I was totally on board with her. There was a post that said... Did you tell her college, that? Uh, co- no. College, <laughs> uh, college, um, college football game attendance and viewership... Attendance was down 18%, viewership 34%. And she just retweeted this link and she said... Must have been the protesters. And I thought, okay, Jamel Hill, you win this round. You should tell Jamel Hill that you appreciated her her tweet and let her know. Because I think that's only fair. Probably so. Probably yeah. so. Uh, what else you got, Colin, so we can... Uh, you know, uh, cord to- cutting. I just want to I just want to touch on this. I put an article up at SouthStandsDenver.com for more detail. But uh, my wife is, is on me to get rid of the Comcast bill. The Comcast bill has gotten out of control. It's mm-hmm. it's over $200 a month. Jesus. It's outrageous. And it, it is absolutely punishing. However, there's one problem, and that is across the nation. It's not just here. The regional sports networks that carry the local games, Altitude TV and, uh, and AT&T Sportsnet here locally, in other markets, it's other networks, they are still not participating in live stream um, I, I, I made a, uh, a a complete cord cutting plan and I was going to go with the direct TV uh, product, the streaming product. I was going to go with the, the AT&T internet and I was going to go with a, a digital antenna so I could get channel nine and seven and four and all that stuff. And then um, um, Netflix and you know, whatever else. So I had the whole plan made. And that was 50% of what we're paying for Comcast. But there's one problem. I can't get Altitude. I can't get AT&T Sportsnet. So I've been kind of via Twitter and via the blog trying to put a little pressure on these organizations to kind of figure this thing out. And the idea that I had, and I've had feedback directly from people at KSE via direct message saying, you know what, that's a good idea. It wasn't Ryan. Fifteen game game fan plan includes streaming video for the entire season. So you buy for three hundred bucks, you get fifteen game fan plan for the home games. You get 
streaming video for I'd the rest of the year. I'd fucking do that in a second. Oh, who would? I have a solution to your problem unrelated. Uh, I used a VPN service that was unblocked us.com that should just you should not have to do you that shouldn't, you that's shouldn't that's confusing it was so easy though it was 599 canadian so i don't know what that is in real dollars no, i had a guy a buddy and, of mine lives in switzerland and he tweeted me the same idea direct message he's like oh just sign up for the for the deluxe package and uh and use a vpn i'm like you know that's not the point Right, that's right. not the point. I, I don't, as a consumer, I want the teams to make this available. Yeah, to they me. should make it's, it available. It's the too. leagues, though, and this is something I followed closely because I'm all about cord cutting. And the NFL, I believe, got sued for blackout restrictions in markets and lost in the whatever appeals court, Supreme Court, whatever. That explains it was. why. When it comes to streaming, the NFL is no problem. Right. Every so, single service includes whatever you want. Every NFL league is following, following suit to an extent. But I then heard, it's up to I the heard regional, that KSE will have a deal with Disney. That well, when Disney becomes available, which is supposed to be online this year. Well, think so. Disney just acquired a majority stake in Baseball Advanced Media. Baseball Advanced Media already runs NHL.TV and the NHL websites. Baseball Advanced Media also runs HBO Go and websites like that. So they have the infrastructure to do that. And once whatever deal is in place, it seems like every sport is following football's lead instead of getting sued. They're making regional blackouts a thing of the past, and that'll open up streaming options but you need the infrastructure to do that. MSG, um, which I'm assuming is Knicks and Rangers, they have a they have a, a, a service right now because I saw it advertised. They have streaming. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, that's awesome. Because I saw it on a on a, a hockey uh, broadcast. Dude, altitude. The headline on my article was was uh, I want to cut the cord, but altitude TV has it wrapped around. Because my neck, because look, that's so, how I feel. so same thing. So MSG. Um, uh, the the Knicks the the Rangers I don't know who else plays there I think that's they just, have a lot more sports like like they have the Sabers even the Buffalo, oh, so yeah. the MSG does yeah. so so yeah so there's something I think that's a streaming service um they it, it so you want to watch you want to watch the Avalanche and the Nuggets but you also want to watch the Rockies so that's another thing too and I don't it's it's coming I would guess I guess it's down I down probably the road. watch forty Rockies games a year absolutely on TV. I watch the Rockies all the time um. And I think that's something that they could, once they figure it out and they know how to do it properly, they can they can implement it and they'll make fucking tons of money off. You going out to spring training? I am not going out to spring training. Ah, no. bummer. So. Yeah, I'm going 23rd through 28th of March. March so, okay. like a month from now, I'm going out, and I'm excited because I last took my son when he was 12, which was four almost five years ago. And uh, now you guys I'm, gonna hit the strip this club? Is like, no, but I may make him stay in the hotel room while I go to talking stick and play poker one night. But um, it it it's gonna be cool because you know he's he's probably not gonna be around the house that much longer. So I don't. This may be our last spring training together, and I don't I don't even know if he'll give a give a flying fuck about it. But uh, at least they have good concessions. Oh, it's a great time. Uh, there was great there was great food. Um, we went to the main 
The main talking stick. Yeah, we went yeah. to that main one. Salt was, River Fields is beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice, and they had great food, and there was there was beer flowing, and it was a nice day. It was really nice. So. Did you do the lawn, or did you sit? Uh, in I seats? sat down on like the the, the third base. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the first base side, probably just right, just beyond the first base. So, so we we took seats level. to we took it was seats not club to, level. It was club level of that stadium. We took seats to three games in four days. We're going to the to to one game where we're sitting on the grass. And another game, we have infield seats, and we're going to the Cubs facility and standing on their party deck. They have a party deck. It's called the Budweiser Party Deck. Party zone. Party zone, yeah. Yeah. And so we're that that's where we're going for that because it was like 11 bucks. But I, the thing that surprises me is just how expensive it is to go to spring training. It's not cheap. If, yeah, if uh, if uh, I think uh, it's going to be one of those things because people are like, "Fuck this winter, this winter bullshit in the ass," and I want to get the hell out of here. What and they, winter? The winter. Yeah. Well, it's been cold last couple. Well, it wasn't cold today. Sorry, <laughs> it was nice sixty today. degrees today. But two days prior, it was cold as hell. So um, you know, and it was supposed to be forty-eight today. So you know, hey, Saban, Kathy Saban, pick your game up. Now, like yesterday, I looked, it was going to be forty-eight. That's what. That's what Kathy Saban. Are you said. driving or flying? To spring training, yeah. I'm flying. Okay, picking up a rental car. No family road trip. No, that I would did. Be cool I did though. it last year. I drove straight. Actually, I went. Dude, I should do that, man. It's now fun. that you said I, that. I bought a new car, and a week later, well, it was used, but I bought a, a car, and a week later, my dad and I drove down to Phoenix. I for should a cancel the game. fucking flights and rental car and fun. drive down. It's twelve hours. Oh, it's yeah, a great yeah, trip. A yeah, idea. if you have two That'd people, because. Cause I I played hockey and I fucking jumped right in the car and went, which sucked because you drink a bunch of water while you're playing and after it, and then I just had Dude, to piss totally every fucking ten this feet. Idea, man. Uh, but yeah, you, you you can do that. I can drive. I can some if I'm rested. I can drive. I can drive. Yeah, I can do it on my own. It's yeah, no I did big deal. It. I did it on my own. Yeah, it's no It'll big deal. It'll either make your relationship or break your relationship. That, with them. Probably yeah. break, but I like it. <laughs> it's awesome. Hey, let's get out of here. We're gonna wrap it up. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. It's good. It's good stuff. We 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 went well over, but that's excellent. I know we have plenty more to talk to with with Ryan, so you'll have to come back. Part two. Part two. Uh, sometime in the near future. The after show. Maybe uh, maybe when the when the playoffs start and my Avs are in the playoffs, bold, maybe maybe bold. maybe come back then. Think they're gonna make the playoffs? I'll come back whenever you want me. To okay. But do you think they're gonna make the playoffs? No. Yeah, I don't think they are there. I don't want to be a downer. But no, it's it's they. My fantasy fucking team is making the playoffs. Oh, I'll tell you hey, that yeah, right mine, now. Are, mine is too. Is yours? I am. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> I'm not sniffing you guys right now. No, no, you're definitely not. Um, but uh, I think they they they're they're farther ahead than they thought they were gonna be. And even the fact that they were gonna get a whiff of the playoffs is awesome. And they'll be even better next year. So, it's good stuff. We appreciate it, uh, Ryan. Thank you for coming back after all these years. It's been wonderful having it's you. About time. I'm it's, glad to be back. It's, it's about not time. you. It was me. So I understand. I understand. You you were you were limited in what you could do during those years, but uh, we're glad to have you back. And uh, now you've been to the new studio, and we're we're happy to have you. I'm glad to be here. He's uh, at Ryan Bolding. R Bolding. R. Sorry. There, is there a Ryan Bolding? <laughs> it's probably me. Okay, I probably, probably have it. He's at R Bolding on Twitter. You can you can check him out, and uh, he's a he's a good uh, he's a good Twitter follow. So follow him uh, soon. And until next time, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Bronco Jeff, you did an excellent job. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was excellent. We'll have you we'll have you back soon. Uh, until next time, adios. We love you, Denver. Ha 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 ha!